Blog Talk Radio. Say it radio. Get my intro to start playing. Why it's messing with me. What? Y'all, it's Monday, Say Radio. I miss Sandy. I'm trying to get this to start playing, and it's not. It's messing with me. But anyway, it is Monday, May 13th, 2019. Yeah. And we getting it popping now. All right. Tell me your mind just said, yeah. play the song over plan, yeah. speaking on the world, speaking on the topics, y'all better not be flocking, no. should know how we rocking, if you got any statements, then you better leave a comment, just say it, 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 just I'm Miss Sandy. Again, it's Monday, May 13, 2019. Happy belated Mother's Day to all the beautiful, fabulous mothers out there. Mother figures, mother bio, bio, what's the word? biological or not. Happy belated Mother's Day to you guys. Um, I hope you guys had a great, great weekend. Those of you who Tuning in to Say it Radio, I'm Miss Sandy. We have Nicole. Say it Radio is a is a it's a forum where you we talk about real life shit, real life topics. No topic is off limits, and sometimes our discussion is very heated. Sometimes, but the thing is, for us to all be able to share our opinions, our thoughts on any given topic, whether it's personal news-related, trending topics, or just stuff that's just bothering you. We give our true opinions, our true thought process, receive others in the hope to get some type of a solution. Or maybe you're able to look at things from a different perspective. You know, um, our whole country is made up of different people that think differently, move differently, and if we always surround ourselves with people that think like us and move like us, are we really growing? I'm guessing I'm, we're not. Um, in order to create real change, we have to understand and look at things from different glasses. And we may agree, we may not agree, we may agree to disagree, but at least to get the understanding, hey, I get you why you think that way. Let me propose something else to you, or let me. Oh, I am. That's that's interesting. For whatever it is, let's do that. If you want to chime in tonight's discussion, which is a great topic, we are going to be talking about toxic masculinity. I'm gonna let that soak in. Toxic masculinity. You want to chime in? Please do so by calling in six four six 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 eight two five seven four, or you just want to listen and be nosy. You can do that too by listening at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash show or go to our website, d-hour, network.com. You can listen to this show, any other show on the network. Um, we're supposed to be having Shy on, 
and uh, from Shy. Y'all remember Shy? And if I ever fall in love again. I can't relate to those words, but I remember the song. Um, Shot Garfield. Uh, yeah, here he's teaching um, um, at a college out in university, rather, out in um, Atlanta. So we'll get him on, get caught up with him, go down, down memory lane, see what he's doing today outside of being a professor. Well, just get him, get caught up and see what's going on with him in the future. I know he's part of that um, 90s kickback tour. So that should be hot. But let's get this show popping. Nicole, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You delayed. What's going on with you? Oh, I was on um I had it on mute. <laughs> mm. I get that. I get that. I get that. How was your mother's day? Um, it was nice and relaxing. All I did was really relax and sleep, and um, mm-hmm. that was about it. And how was yours? That's how was the graduation? Girl, that is, I mean, I felt like, let me tell you something. You know, um, you, you sacrifice so much for your kids and stuff like that, and and it's nice to see, you know, them actually listen, you know, and then you see it execute and it unfold. You know, there remember there were times where, you know, I couldn't get my oldest to to um eat certain foods. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then they I find out later that he will be with a family member. Oh yeah. Malik was trying this, he was trying that, he was trying this. Like what? What? So anyway, my son, my oldest son graduated from college, uh Presbyterian College. Um, and he with data in data anal, analytics, he started a club. He's a co-founder of a club. Started there. He, he got to school on a D1 scholarship in football. He picked up a, a scholarship for basketball while he's there. Um, started a data analytics club while in college. Co-founded it. Um, he got a job at Michelin in data analytics. So my baby graduated. He got his first apartment, moved in, got some furniture, um, and he's just relaxing. You know, he starts out his new job, his new career, June 3rd. Um, so, I mean, he's that. I, I'm just so proud. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Because sometimes I was like, I'll call him. Did you do this? Did Mom, I did. Okay. And the, you know, you just saying that he shut me up to get me off the phone or you this or this and that. But trustfully, our kids, they do listen to us. And they may not show us what we want to see when we want to see it, but when they show it, it's going to be on time. I'm going to put that out there. It's going to be on time. So I even say that for my youngest. And, you know, and my youngest, you know, being a little brother, he looks up to his older brother a lot. And he goes to the thing, but I'm not Malik. You know, he's his Malik, and I'm me. And that's right. So, you know, parents of multiple kids, you know, there's, you know, there, there's that love that they have, but there's also, you know, don't compare me because they both have their weaknesses. They both have their strengths. And one child's success path is not, may not be the other child's success path. Um, so, you know, I'm just 
me as a mother, try to encourage them to find their own path and dominate that path, whatever that path looks like, to dominate it. Um, so I'm, 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 a, I'm a real proud mama, real proud, real proud. So that's good. <laughs> one down, one to go. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's one good. Down. One down, one to go. One down, one to go. So I'm feeling good about that. Um, you know, I brought up the um, toxic masculinity. When I say that that whole title, what is that? What do you get from that? I don't even know what that means. I don't. So I don't I even know it. where to begin to dissect it. <laughs> Okay, so what toxic is, masculinity, it is, it's, it's like a, it's a gift and a curse. Like, in our society, we were, we were told growing up, uh, it's basically the, the standard pressures of what a man should be by society standards. They should, like, say they're supposed to look a certain way. They're supposed to um, hold down the job financially. They're not supposed to cry. They're not supposed to, they're supposed to live up to this, you know what I'm saying, some kind of version of masculinity. Now, I'm the notorious for calling men bitches back in the day. I'm like, oh, do you stop acting like a bitch? And to me, that was like, you're whining, you're not trying to find solutions, and you're throwing tantrums and um, making excuses um, and not being a man of your word. So, which is really not just, you know, for if, a, if a, any adult, you know, female, male, trans, whatever. I feel that, you know, those are bitch-ass qualities. So I wouldn't say that's a masculine, you know, requirement, but that to me is an adult requirement. But there's a there's some people that feel, you know, men are not supposed to do dishes. So they have daughters and sons. They have their daughters do the womenly chores, which I'm guessing is laundry and, and dishes and stuff like that. Then they have their boys do the trash and outdoor, you know, chores and stuff like that, or they don't have them cooked. The women are supposed to cook, so they may have the girls cook, and the boys are sitting there watching TV and stuff like that while the girls are in there cooking. That kind of mindset breeds like a toxic masculinity um, where, you know, more chauvinistic kind of thing. I'm a man. I'm supposed to do this. You're a woman. You're supposed to do this because you're a woman. And in essence, I feel there's certain things I think a man should want to provide. They should want to protect. They should. Um, they should always like. I always felt like men should. I'm not a good planner. So I always envision my man being a very good planner, just, you know, just being a planner um, and look at things more logically. Like to me, I'm like, women, I'm supposed to get emotional. I'm really supposed to be the one having fucking temper tantrums, not you, you know, you being the man. So in my, my mindset, I had this raising my sons initially, you know, don't be crying a lot. Don't be doing this a lot. Don't be doing that a lot. And I have to admit, I had to change my parenting style because our boys have feelings, and um, sometimes they feel insecure, and they, and then what they're told so many times, 
stop bitching, stop crying, and you they feel like maybe they they dealt they cannot talk to anybody about what's really bothering them, their insecurities, and if they do show a level of insecurity or show that they're human, they make mistakes, it gets thrown at them, magnified at them, or, you know, through the hard way. And um, and that's where the disconnect is. That's that toxic masculinity that sometimes society um, puts on males. Um, sometimes um, just in our families, we put certain expectations on men and some men they have no problem with it, but some men they they can't live up to that. And just because they can't live up to that, does that mean they're less of a man? And these are things that you know. Um, um, I actually who brought this up to my attention was my brother, and he said, you know, he was, you know, he felt like my mom and me told him, don't be doing this. You be acting like a bitch. Don't do that. Do that. So when he's going through stuff, he's like, how, how do I express myself without coming off like a bitch how do I express that I'm scared without sounding like a bitch how do I I don't know how to change this you know I don't know how to change a tire or I don't know how to do this does that mean I'm not a man or I'm not masculine enough so when we have these definitions there's a lot of you know these definitions that are written and unwritten that I think these a lot of men feel like they have to or well, I don't know if they feel like that anymore because I see a lot of them that just don't care. They just they out here wearing dresses, tight pants, and everything else. I, I you know they I don't know I don't know I don't know. Does that make sense? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go pull up the the actual Webster dictionary of toxic masculinity. Does that make sense at all? Um, uh, I guess I can see. Um, I I kind of feel like the title don't match it, but then I mean I guess I can see how, you know I can get it once you broke it down. So, um, I let's look up the definition and tell me what you think what it means, if it is a such definition for that title. Okay, so yes, so we have um what we have, let me see, yeah, okay, so you know what we have because it's not j- yeah, the title what's well, in the New York Times um uh published january twenty second two thousand nineteen what is toxic masculinity uh, I'm gonna do a brief synopsis um. Okay. Okay, so what does toxic masculinity or traditional masculinity ideology mean? Researchers have defined it in part as a set of behaviors and beliefs that include the following suppressing emotions or masking distress, maintaining an appearance of hardness, violence as an indicator of power, think tough guy behavior. In other words, toxic masculinity is what can come from teaching boys that they can't express emotion openly, that they have to be tough all the time, 
that anything other than that makes them feminine or weak. Mm, okay. So that is toxic masculinity. It's the expressing of emotions that they're, you know, boys are taught not to do indirectly or directly. Okay. okay. So. so then that's when we have a situation where, um, you know, we're, we're, we're with a guy and because he suffers from that, then he has a problem with expressing how he feels. So then we don't, so like, let me see how I can explain it. So if we have a guy that expresses too much, then it's like, okay, he, he he's being feminine. But then if he doesn't express, then it's like, okay, well, he doesn't show emotion. So then you don't really know how he feels about you. And so it it's like a catch-22. Mm-hmm. Because you don't mm-hmm. never because I've dealt with like guys that were like you know to me okay let's just say okay they were a little too whiny and then I've dealt with guys where like I I was with a guy who um he he rarely said I love you and it's not that he didn't love me. But he felt as if if he if you say it every day, it takes away from the meaning, and it takes away from um, the fact that you know he does. So it's like if you say it every day, it's like routine. But if you say it sparingly, then it's kind of like okay, well he must really mean it. And I'm like, well, you know, I get what you're saying, but you know, but sometimes I need to hear it more than like once a year. I need to you know kind of know. And he was like, you know, but the the way that I treat you or how I show you that I love you should be more than me just telling you every day, all day long, I love you, I love you, I love you. And I'm like, you know, I get it, but, you know, I guess we're conditioned to more so hear it than we are to feel it. And so mm-hmm. it, it's kind of one of those things where... It's a catch twenty two because we do we do build up, you know, our boys uh, to be that way, and it's kind of sad because um, it, it makes for a disconnect in in some relationships um, because they don't express. Like your brother said, you know, I don't know how to express it without you know, sounding too bitchy because I was told that, you know, I sound bitchy if I, if I do this or, you know. So how do you fix that? Mm. What, do, what do you do to kind of fix it? Because I know I, I used to tell my boys when they were younger, say those tears for when they really count. Like don't just cry, basically meaning don't just cry to get your way. If you're going to cry, make sure it really counts like it's for a real reason, not just, you know, to get you out of trouble or just to be crying, just to cry. And now I don't know if, you know, I've made them to where it's hard for them to express emotion or not because I don't really Mm -hmm. see them, 
you know, show a lot of emotion. They kind of, you know, internalize it. If they're going through something or if they're feeling a kind of way, then, you know, I'll say what's wrong and they'll say nothing. But clearly you can see on their face there's something wrong, but they won't express. So, Mm -hmm. you know... I think that's, especially as our culture, we're conditioned that way to teach our boys to be more so strong than to show emotion, and an emotion that'll make you look, appear to be weak. So, I don't know. It's it's like, it's a catch-22 because this is, I don't know. It's hard, it's hard, yeah. especially when you come across a guy that you really care about and then they, they're conditioned not to show emotion, so you really don't know what you're dealing with. <laughs> and you always guessing. You know, I was, yeah. I, everything is changing now. And I, you know, I know everything is supposed to change as we, you know, we grow and the years pass. I just think the whole, like, I do miss the classic men, you know. Um, that's why I'm looking forward to. I'm really hoping Shy Garfield calls in from Shy. He comes in with like that classic kind of sense where men really wanted to look like, you know, what I thought a man should want to look like. They want to wear masculine things, which I like suits and um, jeans that are not leggings and you know, um, just have a certain or that, you know, I don't know, masculine. Um, today I've seen a lot of men, even a lot of older men, you know, they're wearing a lot of skinny jeans and really skinny, skinny suits, which, you know, some European suits and stuff like that, those are nice. I'm not saying that that style is not, that's not nice, but, you know, they're painting their nails Dennis Rodman did that back in the day as a, you know, just to get in, you know, just that's him. That's his freaking nature. But there's a lot more of, of these type of guys there, you know. I don't know. Just, I don't know. And then imagine this guy he has, he starts whining. You know what you know what we're saying? Like, you know, he, he, he's crying. He's really in tune to his emotions. How do you, like, I, as a woman, if I met a guy that's very in tune to his emotions and he's react with crying a lot, that would annoy me. Actually, that would annoy me if a woman did that. You know, so get the whole mask, you know, act like a man. If we're an adult, if we constantly bitch but we're not looking for solutions, you should, to me, you shouldn't be doing that, Okay. If you made a mistake, we make mistakes. I don't want to sit here and keep talking about the mistake. My thing is how are you going to correct it? I tell my kids all the time, it's not – we're going to fail and fuck up all the time. It's what you do to correct it. What are your moves to rebound? Like if you are going up for a basket or you missed that pass, do you sit there and throw a tantrum after you missed that pass or you, you missed that basket? Do you throw a tantrum? No, you quickly get on. Um, defense and try to correct it, right? You know, that's um, like a human emotion. Like it's a human emotion. It's an emotion to show, you know, frustration. 
I don't know if it's like throwing a tantrum or yes. if it's just, ah, I'm frustrated. Ah, I could have made it. You know, because remember when we had Derek J on and he kind of touched on it about, mm-hmm. you know, what's, you know, acting. But what is really acting like a man? Like, what is the true mm. definition of acting like a man? Everybody say you need to be a man, act like a man, but how do you expect someone to act like a man and they've never been shown how to be a man? You know, mm. like, so all mm. they're doing is they're winging it. They're they're doing the best that they know how. Like, they don't, you know, a lot of people don't have a perfect example of doing what it is to uh, to to be a man, they're out here winging it and and trying to figure it out day by day. And so, you know, especially our black men, they're black men, they take a lot of flack. Um, They're Mm -hmm. heavily scrutinized from every which way, and it's kind of unfair to them. And, you know, they're robbed of a lot of things. And, uh, and, being shown how to be a man is one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's just in the household, you know. Like, as a woman, you can't show your kids how to be a man. I can't show my boys how to be a man. We can we can show them how to be the type of men that we may expect uh, them to be. But, again, that's not showing them how to be a man. That's just us pulling stuff from what we've seen and trying to, um, you know, mold them into that. And but so you it's know not what? always I think fair. That, hold on. I think, I think that that teaching technique is what men do as well. So the thing is, you know, what comes to mind, it was that I'm seeing in Love and Basketball, and you remember when Quincy, um, he, uh, you know, um, got into the draft early, went against what his dad, because his dad, he found out his dad had cheated on his mother and all this other stuff. And so he was saying how basketball wasn't fun anymore because he was trying to be, he was always trying to be better than his pop. So that was motivating for him. And then when he found out who his father really was, you know, was cheating on his mother, was this. He was like, damn, here I am trying to be like you, and I'm already better than you because I'm not a liar. I don't cheat. I don't do half the shit you dumb shit you do. So I'm already better than you. And then his one question, he said, "How come? why couldn't you be the man you was trying to make me to be? That mm-hmm. right there was powerful. Um, and I, I felt that as a, as a, as a woman. Like I was, I'm raising my kids to be a man I never had, you know, um, I never, I've never seen, I've seen certain qualities in certain different men. I tried to get those qualities and put them into one individual, you know, you know, in my sons. but in essence, I'm thinking I'm doing a lot of things that these fathers also do. They're trying to put these expectations in, on their sons to be and live a certain way that they haven't mastered how to live. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so, and then in essence, and you know, when, when men say, you know, only a man, if you teach a man how to be a man, but if you get a man, you're teaching this boy 
how to be this man, and you're truly not that man he, he, you're trying to teach him to be, then you're also winging it, you know? And so it's like, and I tell my kids, you know, I made mistakes. And that's the thing that the fathers could say. I made mistakes. Yes, I cheated. I did this. I did this. I did drugs or whatever the case may be. I'm telling you not to do it. It's the same thing mothers do. The same things. You know, I yeah, don't but I believe. Be angry. Your father was made, your father or my father was angry for a long time. And his anger cost him this, 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 this. And I'm seeing that you're starting to get angry, and I need you not to be. You know, you got to teach that and because you can't bring a man in to teach that because there's a lot of guys I did not bring into my household or introduce my kids to because he just wasn't right. Like his kind of mindset thinking just because he had a penis and he was black or whatever he felt like he was, he had the power over what I think is human kindness and human responsibility. he It doesn't make sense. So I'm not going to even introduce that dumb shit to my kids. Don't let him speak. He, he man. He man. Let him speak. No. I see his own, his own son don't even like his ass. What the fuck? I'm going to bring him around my kids. Never. Well, I think that there's still, like, there's certain nuggets that need to be planted that come from a man that, as women, we don't know. We know nothing about being a man. So boys, they look, they need these certain nuggets um, to be instilled from them. I mean, instilled into them, I mean. So, um it's mm, it's just one of those things where we just gotta I don't know we mm, like like for instance okay so my son okay he's seventeen he's getting ready to graduate high school and he told me before like he doesn't want to be a burden on me and so. Mm-hmm. What I translated that to mean is that he he's trying to figure out how to become a man, how to be a man. And, you know, I had a conversation with his dad, who is active in his life, and I told him, you know, I feel like it's it's a problem for you to be active in his life, and he's trying to figure out how to become a man on his own. To me, I feel like there's something missing. There's a disconnect. It's some some nuggets and some seeds that you haven't planted that he's trying to search out or seek out on his own. And, And I feel like you need to step up and you need to prepare him for this world. Um, it's like a okay, no, we don't have time right now to be his friend. You need to be the father, and you need to teach him, and you need to guide him, and you need to prepare him for what's to come. Because see, I don't know what it's like to be a black man. All I know is what it's like to be a black mother to and have black sons, and I need you to do your part. And he, you know, when I when I broke it down to him like that, he said he understood where I was coming from. He said, "Point taken, 
and I'm going to step up. And so now I can't say if he just said that to pacify me or if he really has stepped up and he hasn't still nuggets because those conversations are between them. So, mm. you know, it's just really kind of frustrating. And and so, you know, I have I have a lot of guy friends that I talk to about these situations. And one guy broke it down to me, and he explained to me, he said, you know, it's a situation that most boys go through, especially most boys go through and they have single mothers. He said, I'm going to set it up for you to envision it like this. He's driving a car down a foggy road, and he doesn't know which way to go because it's so foggy and he can't see ahead of him. He says so he's frustrated because he doesn't know where this road is leading him because he can't see. He says Mm -hmm. so I'm telling you that because I was once him and Mm -hmm. I I went through this same thing with my mom. Like me and my mom bump heads because I'm trying to figure it out. She can't teach me how to be a man. And she's she's on me. She's on me real tough. But, you know, I, I've got all that I can get received from her. The rest of it that I need, I need it from my father who's not there. And um, you know when what? he broke. I think, um, I'm going to say this. I think. I get what you're saying, but I think that's a lot of expectation to put on on one individual. Because even if, like, say your son talks to his father, he still may not get the questions answered. You know, and even, you know, you may get a group of guys that go to the the Steve Harvey um, man, the camp that he holds for um, young young men um, without fathers and stuff like that. But I think everybody has their own individual struggles and stuff they have to go through by themselves. It's like you could sit there, you can try to guide them, but at the end of the day, they have to make their own decisions. So, I mean, it's not even a man. That analogy your friend gave you about the um, driving in a, in a car and there's a rainstorm and you're driving into it, you can't see. You have that. I have that. Many people have that. Male and women, we don't know what our next move should be. You know, some people seem like they have their whole life figure out, figured out, and it's like, and everything falls into their lap so easily. And I'm like, and you're here like, wow. And then I'm looking, for like, from a man's perspective, if I'm going to take this toxic masculinity version, I got to be a provider to, you know, I got to be, show stability. I got to show, how do I do that? What does that look like? Especially, you know, with your son, your older son. So, you know, I'm coming out of high school. Is college my thing? Is that how I'm supposed to do it? How am I supposed to do it this way? You know, we have a certain vision of you need to should go to the military, you should go to college. I learned from my brother that's one thousand everything for everybody. Um, he always wanted to go to the military. We talked him out of it. He tried to do college. He did. He didn't finish, but he went to the military, like he said. He has a great career. Um, you know, to me, it's just like presenting all types of options. Why not go get, you know, get your um, real estate license? You know, they can go study to get your real, he get his real estate 
You start selling some real estate, close one deal, you'll be better for okay. You know, there's so many different options and stuff to explore. Tap into what he really likes. Video games, um, gaming systems, drawing. Look at those options and look at schools and and institutions and stuff like that. Maybe he get an internship somewhere um, and this program, to that's going to elevate him. Because I think a lot of these kids, they have more of a creative mind. They're more into the, um, you know, social media, watching YouTube shit on YouTube videos. My son, Tyreek, is really into that. You know, and it's so out of my understanding that I need to connect with some a YouTuber. You know what I'm saying? Let me see who you – let's connect with him. You know what I'm saying? Because that connection, you know, Tyreek's dad won't be able to help him with that. You know what I'm saying? He that those are things that they they have to find that niche of people that I said you know that get their thinking and that 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 have that same interest that would spark something else that maybe mom and dad can't get them to see. There's a lot of parents. There's a lot of kids out here that come from two parent households and. Father's been there, very active, but there's still a disconnect. You know, I'm not going to take on the family business. I'm not going to go to college. I don't want to do that. Then what do you want to do? I don't know. And then they're feeling the pressure. Oh, my gosh, I got to graduate. I got to think of something. So even if he has that talk and even if, you know, you get a million and one men talking to him, he still may not get that answer. That answer has to come from within him is my thinking. Well, yeah, it does, but what I'm um, talking about is, um, I guess, just as mothers, we can only take them so far. Uh, we can only teach them so much, but these boy, mm-hmm. boys yearn to learn from men. So, you know, that's why, in turn, we have a lot of broken men, that's why we mm. run into a lot of broken men because they're yearning for something from, the, let's say, their father and even some of them from their mother. I can't mm-hmm. explain to you how many conversations I've had with men, especially in, let's just even say, in the past five, six years, how many men I've come across that are broken because, oh, well, one of them, well, he never, he, his mother never told him who his father was. So he had an issue with her about that. And then he finally met his father after 40 years. He did a little mm-hmm. research and a little digging, and and his mother once told him his father was dead. So he was searching for um he was just searching for some siblings. Maybe he had some siblings, only to find out his father was alive and lived four mm. hours away. You know what I'm saying? So now he has mm-hmm. a lot of resentment towards his mother because he found out that his whole life his mother's been lying to him. She knew exactly where his father was, but she was good with not having him in his life. Now he's trying to catch up on 40 years that he's missed out with his father. 
Mm-hmm. And 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 so when I tell you the person that he was before he met his father was I ain't gonna say horrible, but he wasn't as pleasant as the person as he is today. Now that that void has been filled, and he's such mm-hmm. a I wish I would have met him now, opposed to when I did meet him. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we, my point is this. Toxic masculinity stems from these mommy daddy issues that boys have, just like girls do. Where men feel like, you know, well, that's my son. Okay, I, the mama, I don't want to deal with her. I deal with my son when he turned eighteen. Then I explain it to him. Well, who say you got that time? You know, well, he a boy, he'll be all right. You know, who? No, he won't. Because look how many, like, how many guys have you come across in your lifetime that you're like, man, and you reflect back and you're like, damn, he was broken. Or, you know, when you get down to the to the root of the problem, you find out they got problems with their mothers or their fathers because they broken oh in my some God. kind of way. And, yeah, and, and those I, I, are, had, I had connected. Yeah. I had connected with an old friend of mine, and he, um, and he, he was talking about his father. I brought him up because I always wondered about, you know, his father. And he started crying. He said, fuck that motherfucker. I hope he dies. I'm like, mm-hmm. why would you say that? And he was just, he was just like, you know, when I was a, a kid in the 80s, he left me and didn't come back. I said, mm-hmm. you know, why do you leave? He, I said, why did he leave? He said, I don't know. It don't matter why he left. He left. I said, you know, it's been a long time. You, you know, you you got kids of your own, adult kids of your own. You, like, you're a man. You know, people, we do make mistakes. And for whatever his reasoning is, did you ever ask him? I don't want to ask him, fuck him. And he broke down and started crying. I said, that yeah. is hurting you. He, and I'm like, and you, and you, and the one thing you're scared to do is confront and talk to him about that. So he, he made in his life, his motivation, my dad. Probably my father thinks I need him. I'm going to show him I could take care of my mother. I could take care of myself, and I can take care of whatever, and I don't need him. And so he did. That was his motivation. But he had so Mm -hmm. much hatred and anger in his heart. Just imagine if that anger and hatred wasn't there, he he probably would have been president. You know what I'm saying? Of the United States. You know, he could probably be, you know, a billionaire right about now. Um, that anger. And you, I get it. You know, that anger, it's a void. It's a bag. It's like we all have these bags. I used to carry a lot of damn bags. I had a lot of anger. Um, but even just outside of the whole toxic masculinity, you know, we, as we grow as adults, we 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 know that there's something missing, you know. Uh, I think mm-hmm. me and my mom had a disconnection for a long time, and now I feel like we're trying to bridge that disconnect and repair things. And um, I'm seeing it's it's very healing for me, you know. And mm-hmm. um, I, you know, and I think and I can imagine if more men like your friend. He felt a disconnect. There was something that was a disconnect that was missing. Let me see if I could find it. And he found it. And now mm-hmm. it's repairing. 
but now he's building anger from his for his mother. So I I, I always encourage this. I'm just gotta tell people that this is me, Miss Sandy, and Nicole speaking on a great topic, toxic masculinity. Let's seek to try to understand first. Put that other person's glasses on to understand why they chose to react that way. My grandmother, my dad's mother, did the same thing. She told her kids, my dad, my uncle, and um, and and my aunt, that their father had died. So my dad grew up thinking his father had died. And then he heard that he was, wasn't dead, and then he um, got a number. He called his father, and his father was like, I've been trying to get you guys for the longest. And sent the plane ticket. My dad's in college at this point. I'm born. So he was like, wow. And so now his father's trying to, you know, be the best father he can and try to make up for lost times. But my dad was still mad at him, like dad, not mad at his mother, but mad at his dad. And his dad was mm-hmm. still trying to, trying to rebuild and rebuild and rebuild. My dad accepted it, but accepted like, nigga, you still owe me. You still owe me. You still owe me. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, if that if my father released that anger, you know what I'm saying? I mean, karma's a bitch. Whatever you did in like a um and vindictive kind of way to someone, um, you are going you may get that back. But if you did something and you truly grew learned from it, grew from it, and striving to be a better person, a better individual, you know, you should, you have, you should have every right to move on without guilt, and not everybody's going to forgive you. But I just hate that my father carried that anger because that anger, it, it, it held him back. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I see that, you know, anger within myself, that anger within myself held me back. That anger, if I see that, that anger, resentment, that holds you back. It holds everybody back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that person that you want that forgiveness from, they may not give it to you. They may not be in the space. They got their own shit they got to deal with. Demons, they're not even ready to confront. But we know, like him and your friend, like you wish you would have met him now versus back then. Um, and you could see a person in their space. I see that he's angry or she's angry. And there's nothing you can do to change that person or help that person. They just got a got a lot of you know bags and man, let that shit go. You can't control it. Let it go because you want to ease your conscience, the weight off your shoulders. Just let it go. Get into some music on a woosa, sip on some drinks. This is Say It Radio. I'm Miss Sandy. That's Nicole. I'm getting some Erica Badu, some bag lady. Oh, nice. Bag lady, you gon' hurt your back Dragging on them bags like that I guess nobody ever told you All you must hold on to Is you, is you, is you One day, all them bags gon' get it
your aura stretch every ounce of my spirit that's been itching for the opportunity for you and me to exclusively form a little community of chocolate babies with proper racing. I'm not just saying this because your eyes is green and celery. You ask me if I think you're the one, I say hell you better be. Cause I invested all this time, effort, and energy into the preconceived notion that we both got some synergy. But... Unmute your phone. Damn, I was muted the whole damn time. I say radio. That was Toby. What is his his last name? Nwenge. Yes, Nwenge. That was wavy. Before that, um, in the thick of things by Mary J. Blige, and we started it off with 
bag lady. We all got some bags we need to drop and let go of. This is our 9 o'clock hour. This is a two-hour show. State Radio. I'm Miss Sandy. Top of the hour, we have the Dragon Slayer. He comes in with the question of the day or the night, I should say. We've been talking about toxic masculinity. And uh, it, it, those of you just tuning in. Toxic masculinity. Oh, goodness. That's fascinating. You had to tell me all about it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, toxic masculinity. I'm going to do a recap of what toxic masculinity, first from the New York York Times, they actually published this um, in 2019, this year. And, uh, And basically, let me go back to it. I'm basically, I want to get... My uh, my things right, and um, so basically, toxic, they're saying. So, what does to- toxic masculinity or traditional masculinity ideology mean? Researchers have defined it in part as a set of behaviors and beliefs that include the following: suppressing emotions or masking distress, maintaining an appearance of hardness, violence as an indicator of power, think tough guy behavior. In other words, toxic masculinity is what can come of teaching boys that they can't express emotion openly, that they have to be tough all the time, that anything other than that makes them feminine. Um, Fascinating. So it's, a, it's, 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 yeah, it's a gift and a curse. We have... A four four two. Um, say it radio. Would you not mask calls? We're supposed to have Shy um, Garfield from Shy on today. I don't know if this is him. If this is you, you know we got to get you popping. Let, let's let's get to know. But four two, you want to introduce yourself? Uh huh. Dragon Slayer. <laughs> and we got two one four. Two one four. You also on with Say It Radio. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm here. Yes, okay. I'm here. <laughs> what is your name, caller? Uh, my name is Demarcus. <laughs> Hello, Demarcus. What do you have to add to this conversation? Well, I mean, honestly, I think your definition is wrong. The okay. New York Times is is wrong. Toxic masculinity mm-hmm. has nothing to do with being a tough guy. Toxic masculinity has everything to do with the downplaying of a man. Okay. Uh, Keep going. I mean, any man can be toxic. Every uh, What I'm saying is this. A, to- a toxic man is only toxic to the person they're toxic to. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense? Like no, I wrote that article in the New York Times. That's their version of a toxic of toxic masculinity. You see what I'm saying? Like the tough guy is toxic for them, huh? It was saying it was not just saying tough guy. This is me, Miss Sandy speaking. Not just saying tough guy. It's like you know, I you know, being told don't cry, quit crying about that. Don't do this. You know, you acting like a little bitch now. You acting like a little girl now. You boys ain't supposed to be crying about that. Even aspects where okay, you know you have somehow parents. 
but that applies. I mean, do you really want your son running around crying like your daughter over everything that happened? But the, but then again, is that the price? Because wait a minute, baby, our I boys, ask you a question. our men, they go through their. Let me say something. Our men, our boys, they go but through the same emotions, me. same doubts, and same questions as everybody else. I don't want to see nobody cry over like I don't like to see anybody just cry, just be crying. My thing is, what's the okay, solution? Me, okay, I like now to before be you continue, let me ask you something. Before you continue, let me ask you something. Are boys and girls yeah. the same? No. Then you cannot treat them the same. You cannot raise them the same. Men are made to handle strength and pressure and those types of things, and women were made to nurture. So at the point that you're trying to make a dude be even kill and try to make him accept the things that he really doesn't want to accept or he shouldn't accept, then who's really being toxic? Mm. Mm. I don't know without making him accept the things. You, you could, there could be a boy that says, you know what, I don't want to accept taking out the trash. I don't want to accept go mowing the lawn. I don't want to accept you know, um, wearing this suit because I want to wear these skinny jeans. I don't want to accept. So I don't understand that. All I said, you okay, know, so as an individual. Okay, so now were you speaking on your term or were you speaking for another man? No, I'm do, – do, do, you, do, you, do you watch TV? Yes, I'm asking you, are you speaking for yourself or are you speaking for another man? No, I'm, so that I'm, makes a lot I'm of thinking – but, well, I'm saying this. I have teenagers. I have a teenager, one teenager, and, and okay. I, he has friends, okay? And then okay. I'm going to the schools, going to games, and I'm seeing a lot of these young men right now, they don't have these traits of what I would think would be regular masculine traits, okay? They don't have it. They're more, you You do know, you know why that um, is, don't you? Why is that? Look at your neck. Look, just cut on your TV. Put on your TV mm-hmm. and look how they portray men. They don't portray men to be masculine and strong. They portray men to be bitches. Excuse my French. No, they good. portray men and they, they have designed the new man to be a man that acts just like a female and he's sensitive and he's supposed to cry. Every man ain't built like that. And every man ain't finna build their child like that. Now, true enough, there's not a lot of dudes out here handling their sons. That's why we have a whole bunch of sons out here looking the way they look. You think it's because of the the they're being raised by their mothers? That part. Okay, hold on. That part. Hold on. At the end of the I day, a woman is going to raise... No, you cannot place the blame hold solely on, on a finish, woman. Baby. You cannot do that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Because at the end of the day, a woman raises a man to be a man, but it's the man that she likes. It ain't necessarily a man. So what what makes a man? A man is a a man is a person that can get up every day and handle his business accordingly, and and can think logically and not be emotional in situations that don't call for emotion. Well, is it okay to, for them to express emotion, but in a a constructive yeah. way? I mean, that's, because I, mean, I think that to to I express emotion. I mean, what right? That's foolish to say that you can't express emotion. Like, I don't understand where you're saying, well, oh, it's it's not masculine to express emotion. That's bullshit. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. It's just yeah, how you bullshit. do it. 
and, and, and yeah, it's what not leads you up to the point. If you're over there fitting like a little girl, then, of course, everybody going to tell you, like, yo, you ain't supposed to be doing that. Like, that's that's not masculine. Huh? You know, yeah. a lot of times it just boils down to being able to communicate before you blow up. You know, right. being able and, to and man- manage the conflict. And a lot of dudes don't know that because they don't know how. No, they don't. And they, they're, first of all, they're not taught how. Most men exactly. are not taught how to manage their emotions. Now, we know how to manage anger. We let it go, whether we play sports. And so we have a free reign on those forums. Right. I mean, yeah, we wasn't, I mean, dudes aren't really given the, hey, man, you know, when you're mad, this is what you need to do. Or if right. it frustrates you, bro, you know, you need to kind of handle it like this or X, Y, Z. And, you know, it, it's not done like that. Like, I mean, I can speak on a situation right now that speaks to toxic masculinity, but it has nothing to do with a man. You got a child that's going to graduate high school. It's a boy. He's going right. to graduate high school. He wants to go to school out of state, but mama say you can't go out of state because it's too far from her. Now, is that, is that not being toxic toward his masculinity? Because you're telling him he wants to go to go. What you're saying right there, and that's just what I'm saying, that that kind of parenting trait is not specific only for a mother. There are men that put that kind of pressure but I'm not, or there are men that also put that kind of pressure on their sons as well. Um, they want them to either take over a family business. They want them to pledge a certain fraternity. They want them to whatever. But, not, and, but, not, but, but, but it's trying to flip it's, everything it's, that it's I'm still, saying towards and make it like even keel. I didn't give you an even kill situation. I just gave you a situation, and you tried to break it down and, and put fathers in it, too. I didn't put no father in it. I said it was a son living with his mother, and he wanted, he wants to go out of, to school out of state, and the mother said no. So now it's a, it's a that, problem because, oh, that. let me finish, that, baby. That you hey, look, I let you talk, but I let you talk. I let you talk. You cut me off now. I'm just saying. So now we're in a position where this little boy don't want to fool with his mama and don't want to deal with his mama, and he has an actual animosity toward his mama, which is going to create what? Animosity towards other women. Because every time a woman gets ready to tell him to do something, he's going to flash back. Toxic okay, shit gets spread by everybody. It's about how you handle okay, it. Okay, what I'm, what I'm saying is that that scenario, that, that, that example you gave, that could go the same true for a, a man telling his son or daughter the same thing. So what I'm saying I understand is that, baby, but we're not whole, talking about that. We're not talking about that. I'm just we, but the whole thing of the whole thing of okay, right for the toxic masculinity. It's when where we try to tell our boys that in in order for you to be respected, you cannot show your emotions. You can't, which I think is wrong. Ooh. You know, and who I have to say, that, as a mother of two it, boys, I'm a single mother. As I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mother of, I'm a single mother of two young men, and I can remember telling my kids, and I, and I, you know, you, you acting like a little bitch. Don't. You? And I always said, even if you go to my Facebook, my government name, Cassandra Sanders, go to my Facebook. On my front cover, I said, I'm not raising no bitches. 
So and I and, I, and, and I'm, you shouldn't I'm be. Like you ain't saying and nothing I, wrong, and I, but and so I have what? not. And I have not. And so what? But okay, the so, whole thing is so too. What did you do that no, the whole thing is too. There's a balance that I feel myself changing my parenting style. That I do want them to talk about what they're scared of. I do want them to talk about my, you know, hey, mom, well, I don't see, know what I'm gonna do. I'm scared. Right so there. we could talk about that. That's part of the problem. Like the balance that you're trying to the shift to is the balance you should have been in the whole time. You can make him a bitch. And st- you can you can tell him he ain't gonna be no bitch and still talk to him. You can tell him he ain't gonna be no bitch oh. and still get him to be, you know, still get him to open up to you. Hell, I tell my son that all the time. Yeah. You ain't gonna be no bitch. Not about this. Right. But it, it, it's yeah. it's it's how you it's how you tell them you can't be no bitch about this. Now I don't know what the fuck. Excuse me. I don't know what New York Times talking about because. You know, you got to remember, they're owned by white people. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? When they when they talking to you, if it strike your nerve, then you should ignore it because that's just white people trying to get on your nerves. <clears throat> no, I mean, man, I would understand it, man. No, brother. I, I, the thing is, we under, we need to understand where these different perspectives are coming from. And if somebody come up with something, even if you disagree with it, the main purpose is, okay, let me try to understand a perspective. I might agree with one or none I get it. or no part of well, it. I, no I get it, but I'm willing to bet my last dollar that article was wrote by somebody white. Well, I'm not surprised either. And I I don't like the article. I don't I don't like the correlation right, that they're trying it, to imply. Right. That you can't you can't do that. That don't even make sense. Like that that's a no. not make sense statement. I, you know what? I brought it up because actually um my brother, um, who served in the military and you know, he was raised by a single mother, my mother, and he brought it up. He said, you know, we were, you know, as a, he and I, you know, I, I, I was jumping. You just call him, um, and he brought it up to my attention. He said, you know, y'all taught me like it was bitch of me to um, show my feelings. To you know, if I was scared, if I cried, that was a bitch ass move for me to do that. And that I, I, and then when I was scared or I realized comic wasn't for me or whatever that looked like, I, I didn't, um, I didn't. I didn't. I felt like I couldn't. I couldn't be a. a if I somebody got some noise, I'm gonna need somebody to mute their phone. Kind of mute. Oh my bad. Thing. That was probably me. That's you. Okay. So yeah, um, me. so my my brother brought it to my attention, and he said, but there's right. a way that it's okay for a man to express his feelings. Uh, and women, in, in, in the first hour, Nick, Nicole was trying to say, you know, you will meet a guy that he does, you know, t- what we think is whining too much. And then we meet a guy who does not talk about his feelings at all because he was taught, I can't talk about my feelings. That's, you know, she going to look at me like I'm feminine. I was guilty. Well, and a friend I of mine pointed out, yeah. like, the moment he told me, he showed me that he was human, I didn't want to deal with him anymore. She's like... Sandy, who the and, fuck and is there, you? The moment he makes a mistake and shows you he's human, now you want to dismiss him. That's not right. Well, I mean, a man you know, I'm going to show his insecurities this, without him being labeled as feminine. Right. I mean, now, it's a, it's, there's a big glaring reason why a lot of dudes don't show emotion to their women. And that's it right there. Because as soon as they do, they feel like old girl going to run out on them. 
or she gonna feel like he's right. a bitch and blah 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 blah. I know plenty of dudes yeah, that when they get into it, they don't call their woman. They'll call their brother and be like, "Man, I'm just going through it." Woo 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 woo. I do it. I'm gonna talk to my mm-hmm. woman about my feelings because the moment she called me a bitch is the moment we over with. Right. Hey, man, I mean, she's not so see, that's a woman like that. And as women, we should we should stop expecting men to be hard all the time, be this all the time. And then when he does open up, not the every, it's not every man loving, is hard. It should not. It should, we should not automatically put that into that. Oh, this is he just a bitch. He just a feminist. We shouldn't do that. Because it's no, hurting our men. But, but but the thing is, society is putting that pressure on men, and we're only talking about. We're not talking. There's a range of emotions. There's joy. There's fear. There's happiness. There's elation. All of those things are emotions. But we only talk about managing anger and also sorrow. And we, I just say we are we are not taught how to do that. There are women who are not taught. They know how to blow up. They know how to cuss you out. That part. That but part. being able to express themselves, you know, they know how to emasculate a man. But being able to express themselves, like you know, constructively before it gets to, you know, the end of the rope, we don't do that. No. We just suppress it and no. hold stuff in, in, in until there's a breaking point. Exactly. Yeah, that's like, what we I do, mean, and that's, that's what I. That's what I dudes want do. To, dudes like, just hold it till we pop. Right. The, and exactly. You know what? That's the problem. Is that I? I played Bad Lady by Erica Badu early. Not just women have baggage, but a lot of men, we, they have baggage, too. I've, I've met guys that they could have been so further Everybody's got baggage. In their baggage. life. But let me tell you yeah. something. But Every, the, the everybody anger does. Stuff they, they keep Everybody's in, got yeah, baggage. Ang- it's just who you want to unpack it with. That's yeah, true. That, that's all it is at the end of the day. Who wants to unpack their baggage with who? You, 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 you know, know what I'm saying? saying? I mean, the truth is, we don't, we don't have to put our baggages at someone's front door, uh, we should we should be working on our own selves because a lot of people are not. Mm. What we try to do is find right. somebody yeah, else to suppress that baggage. Jump from one relationship to another relationship without working on themselves first. Oh yeah, right, exactly. Oh, yeah. And so, but you know what? what, what that's, time not you... Really, that's not even as big a problem as as the just not speaking. You know what I'm saying? The not speaking on what what bothers you. You know what well, I mean? Well, it is. That, I mean, because I mean, me personally, if you get in a relationship and you break up, you're supposed to take at least six months, bro, because you never know what's gonna happen, <laughs> and you don't know, right? And, and, right. and you don't know. <laughs> well, first, first and foremost, because you never know what's gonna happen, and then secondly, is you know what I'm saying? You don't really know how emotionally tied into that person you were till after the breakup has really been the breakup, instead of the, you know, we've been broke up for a couple of weeks. Oh, I, I, I'm oh, good. Yeah. I'm through. I'm good. And then here it is, and we six, you missing baby. So right, you know, it's just it, it, it's people handle stuff all wrong. Oh, absolutely. And it's not just breaking up or taking a break from somebody, man. It's like reconstruction. Okay, where did I go wrong? Okay, where did she right. go wrong? Even if they minimizing that, and then try to put together a plan to try to reconstruct yourself so you can become a better person. Because a lot of people don't. Right. They look for they better no, with somebody else. That. No, no they don't. They don't put their no, stuff they together. No, they don't do that at all. At, at, nobody inside does the relationship, or I know, but that's what should happen. You know, inside or outside right. of the relationship, 
we all need to be on a journey to make ourselves better, but that doesn't happen. We start medicating ourselves with one yeah. person to the next. And then after yeah. that, man, it's like, you know, that I don't take responsibility for my actions if I'm jumping from one person to another because I haven't had a time, enough time to assess what's happening. Right. And so right. a lot of people, it's like one big relationship, several different faces, you know, and, and the outcome's always the same. Always the mm-hmm. same. It ends up. It breaks up. Yeah, you don't take the time then, to figure out what's wrong with you, what baggage you got. So that you can start trying to handle your bag because you're gonna to have to unpack that bag with somebody, bro. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, mm. Oh, yeah, wait so a minute. I can chime in. This is Sandy. Unpack the bag. Hold on. You don't have to start unpacking that bag. Oprah had a, a, a show one years back, and she was saying with your significant other, there you're there to heal each other's childhood wounds. You know what I'm saying? Because that bag is going to start unpacking right there in front of that person. Oh, okay. um, I disagree with that. I disagree that you try to heal other people's wounds. You need some counseling. No, I'm not going to heal. It's like, you know, it's, it's, I don't know how she's phrased it. I got to Google how she phrased it. But she phrased it. It sounded right, though. I was That's co-signing wrong. all day long. So I have to look well, it up. So it, I'm a Google it. I'm a Google no. it so I can quote it correctly. But I do like that un- unbagging because eventually everything you start you're dealing with that you suppress, it's going to start coming out, especially that person around you and stuff like that. I'm you can only this. hold it in for so long. Let me interject this. Oprah is wrong because nobody <laughs> can help you fix your childhood but you. You know what I'm saying? If you got childhood problems and stuff that's hung up on you, you have to get over that. Your partner cannot help you get over that. They can be there to talk to you about it, but the only person that's yeah, going to let it go has to be you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Miss Sandy, yeah, like, yeah, your, Miss Sandy. your partner can help you. They can help you. Yeah. They can dance with you. But that's it. <laughs> Miss Sandy may have it wrong. Uh, we'll wait for Miss Sandy I to clear up and find out. But I'm uh, speak on this, but I am gonna <laughs> look this shit up. I am, I am. Um, um. Well, I'm sitting back eating my popcorn. Y'all continue. Yeah, I, I, I ain't mad at you. I'm over here eating tater tots and sipping ocean water. So, <laughs> oh man, that sounds good, man. Yeah, yeah. Sonic shows up when you need him to. <laughs> Yeah. Those of you guys tuning in, this is Say It Radio. I, I'm Miss Sandy. We got Dragon Player Nicole and our uh, guest caller. Uh, what do you want to go by? You can just call me Mark. 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 Yeah, Mark. 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 <laughs> <laughs> How's okay. the Big D, brother? So we have a great discussion. Mm-hmm. We have a great discussion. I'm from Dallas, uh, about but I'm in Houston. Oh, I'm from Dallas, but you in what? I'm in Houston. Virginia. You in okay. Houston? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what's up. So we're having a great, you know, conversation. I'm learning some things. Um, toxic masculinity um, by the New York um, Times article that came out in January of this year. Um, basically, in a synopsis, it's, you know, society teaches men that they, they cannot, they show emotions and, you know, and not emotions and 
vulnerability, um, that's a sign of weakness, sign that you you're you're feminine. If you um, and it's like a double edged sword, you know. There's a ba- there's a you know, no, you know, and uh, it's it's a double edged. I think it's a double edged sword because we're human. We're all human, and we all have emotions and feelings um, that we should be able to express without that emotion defining us. How unfortunately it does, especially for men. And our caller, you admit it, he does, if he's going through something, he doesn't call his girl. He called one of his boys. He says, why? I feel like he said, this is your quote. You said, I, I feel like if I were to call her and say whatever, she, the moment she called me a bitch, we over. So that toxic masculinity right there. Pretty much, because if you see you know, this is slap on it, I'll be damned. Well, no, but Wait a minute. you were going. Say that again. I said, see, the thing about it is, at the point you call a real man a bitch, you've lost him. But you, I'm saying this. There's no respect Exactly. I get that. But the point is that you won't even call your woman if you're going through it. If you're like your emotional low or that you may whatever, and you like, is the first person you go to, would it be your woman or, you know, and your answer was no. Then I said, well, no, why not? Because if she sees that part of me, she may think I'm weak. And that's that toxic masculinity we're talking about Mm-mm. women we cannot look at a man when he shows us his vulnerability he shows us he's distressed he shows us he's hurting we should not look at that oh this motherfucker crying on my shoulder this and this and that and this bitch ass we should not receive that we should not receive that type of energy from him that he's weak because he showed us that part of him we should. We have to get that out of our heads. And men should be, feel safe that I can show her this and she still value me and sees me as the man that I really am. Well, no, I, it, it depends, I think it depends on the situation. Because if, you're, if, if, if you come to me, like if I'm your safe zone and you come to me and you vent to me about something from your past, let's say your childhood that hurt you, you feel safe enough to talk to me, I'm not going to feel like, you know, you acting like a bitch. I feel like, you know, you feel like um, you can talk to me and you feel safe enough with your emotions and your feelings to express that to me. Now, on the flip side, it's one of those things where now you just constantly nagging and complaining and all of that stuff, then it's like, okay, bro, grab your balls, let's get it together. But I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't, right, right. I, I don't shun, I wouldn't shun a man for using me as his safe zone. But on the, I understand what he means when he says that he's going to go to his brother because if, Let's say if my man did something to hurt me, I'm not gonna go to him. He not he's no longer my safe zone because he's the one that did the hurting. So I'm gonna go to my sister or my friend or my mother and vent to them about the the situation. So I'm I'm trying to translate that. Is that kind of what you mean? 
Yeah, because there's certain stuff that you can talk to your woman about, and there's certain stuff you just can't. Right. And I don't care what no woman says. Everything ain't up for talking about. Yeah, because we don't can't you handle about? everything. We can't handle everything. Like, what would you talk to her about? Name me a couple of things. What will I talk to her about or what I won't talk to her about? No, what you wouldn't talk to her about. Him cheating. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. If I was gonna cheat on her, I'd tell her. She know, oh, she know that was coming. Uh, oh yeah, she don't know that's coming. Because that, that's that's one of those. That's one of those. Hey man, I ain't happy. Uh, if you, you know, hey, I ain't happy. And if you don't want to ask me I, why I ain't happy, or you don't want to fix why I ain't happy, then I'm gonna do something to make me happy. Uh, Let me ask you a question. If, if you, uh, if you tell her. I ain't happy. Does that mean the same as I'm cheating on you? No, it hasn't happened yet. Right. Oh, that means you're you're if, if that I didn't cheat on you, I'm gonna tell you like, nah, look, little mom, this shit just ain't gonna work because I don't know how you gonna take it. Uh, <laughs> and then you just tell her like, look, this is what happened X Y Z. I ended up falling in it. I beat her back out. What you gonna, what, what, <laughs> now what we gonna do? <laughs> Lies. See, no, see, that's that child. That's that child. Lies. That's that child. Lies. She playing. She playing. No. Lies. Yeah. Lies. Yes, child. You know, lies. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're going to tell. Wait a minute. Hold on. You're going to tell her you blew her back out. I fell up in it. It was that bro. She's sitting right next to him. No. She's sitting right next to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Which, which part? 
understand this said radio toxic masculinity. And we had our caller <laughs> you know, he was trying to like explain his situation, but he, he was the whole toxic masculinity thing. You know, so it's like you know, there's certain things a man feels like he shouldn't he shouldn't admit part of his insecurities to his woman for fear she would not look at him as a man anymore. And all I'm saying with that, we have to get rid of that. And Nicole, she brought up, oh, well, it depends on what it is. If he's constantly just bitching and moaning about everyday shit that mm. every adult goes through, you know, then you little bitch. But the big stuff or stuff that does bother you that you feel like, man, I'm just, whatever it is, then that's something different. And if he complains all the time, that's a he got male, female kind of thing. If I'm, oh, just think, even ask your girl, even ask your girl, Nicole, <laughs> even ask yourself, if you have a girlfriend, every time you talk to her or interact with her, her ass is crying about something. She always fucking crying and crying and crying. At one point, you'd be like, Nicole, this, I ain't trying to hear that shit. Either you do something about it or you don't. You know, but you yeah. sit here, I'm sitting here listening to you cry about this shit all day long. It's ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, but you know what? We so the same I won't entertain way. it we from a girlfriend. We tell our homeboys the same thing. We tell our homeboys the same thing. Say, bro, shit'll get off the pot. One of the two. Right. But what we That's my motto. Mm-hmm. That's my motto. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mark, I'm still... It's still coming. It's like, whatever's yeah. coming, it's still coming. And it ain't gonna stop coming. So mm-hmm. either you're gonna stand up and fight with it, or you're gonna shit and get off the pot. <laughs> Hey, 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 Mark! I want to add, man. You know what? When it comes to cheating, man, don't don't even don't even worry about it. Because if you do cheat and tell her, your woman's still gonna be there by your side. So don't worry about it, brother. That part. Ah, you're not gonna find another one like me. Anyway. Bitch. <laughs> hey, how many women have been cheated on? And they still in a relationship. You got women, men, they men do it all prison. day long, all day, every day, twice on Sunday. Oh, gonna happen. Look. All day, every day, twice on Sunday. Let me tell you something. That man will a stick in another woman and some, you know, whatever. The, they they stay with them, praise them, and everything else. Let your one of your uh, homegirls not return a phone call. That bitch ain't shit. Then cut her off. I'm telling you, all day, every day. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, every dude gets his back rubbed. You feel me? So uh, you gonna rub it or she gonna rub it? Uh, yeah. Uh, but you want your woman to rub it, but it's her choice. Yeah, but I but that back don't get rubbed. rubbed. But get, get the trick. Yeah, right. Get the trick. <laughs> you left uh, me with no uh, choice. Uh-huh. <laughs> that part, hey man, look. But you dude, know what? You go the other way too. There's not a dude on earth that has not cheated on his woman. If he said, he lied. Mm. I don't, well, you I, just said I mean, you ain't make... cheated. You just said you ain't cheated. So are you lying? Yeah, I said I ain't you cheated. You said you ain't cheated yet. So are you lying? You said you ain't cheated on her yet. Are you lying though? You saying a dude on earth that ain't never cheated on his woman? Yeah, I haven't cheated on her. Oh, yeah. are you lying though? <laughs> no, I haven't. Cheated no. On her. And the key. Well, no. Well, Wait, how long y'all been together? Thing. Y'all been together what two weeks? No, no, no. About a month or so, month and a half. Yeah, I'm faithful. I've been faithful my whole relationship. I've been faithful. Oh, it's puppy love. We'll give it time. We've been together for two weeks. 
Okay. Now, you, you know what? He, he, hold on. Give him credit. He sounds like a strong-willed brother. He may be at week one day and fall in love with a fat white girl. Everybody Who knows? Week, man. <laughs> just because I, I say it don't mean that I really want to do it. It just happens. Hell, I might be out there get drunk. You never know what happens. If I get too drunk, man, ain't, ain't no telling what's going to happen. Now, see, <laughs> that's, that's nice. irresponsible. No, his woman's still going to be there. His, his woman's still going to be there. What difference is Dragon Slayer, I can't deal with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Dragon Slayer, you know He's like, dang, he is. He's right. <laughs> You know, it's you know, the hour of that D boy. Something about that D boy. I know, that's right. It is. It's they are not. Let me tell you something. You guys, did you guys hear about um, I, um, Aisha Curry? She went on the red oh table with Jada Pinkett. Hold on. She went on the red table with uh, Jada Pinkett. And so she, you know, she had her third child, which is a little boy. She went through a postpartum depression. She gained some weight, and she admitted her insecurities. You talk of vulnerabilities. She admitted her insecurities. What gets her, what her insecurities is his, the groupies that come after her husband. And um, she also that's not, that's not admitted, like, baby. That's you know, jealousy. she's like, she's like, you know, no guys, you know, DM me, you know, no guys try to flirt with me. And it's so interesting. It's so interesting. Um, so many men had a problem with her saying, no guys DM me, no guys flirt with me. Now, you can look at this in two ways, two forms. Form one, the way I saw it initially, is that there's a lot of guys out here, you saw them with little skinny-ass jeans, painted nails, they little bitches. I'm sorry, I think that's what they are. And they they had nothing Pretty to much offer. You got when nails. you're a man, no, when you, hold on, let me finish. When your man is Steph Curry and he is the more most seems like the most devoted husband, devoted father, and his and they they have a respect level for that man for your husband. So they may find you attractive, but they know there's nothing I can offer her. If I want to D him her, it's gonna be on some fucking sex and some dumb shit. So they rather not. Now, um, and and a lot of men had problems with what she was saying. Nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with wanting feeling desired, that you still got it. Not to the fact you entertain random, but it's nice to know that you still got it. Especially after three kids, you gain weight. Like man, do am I really like? Am I still attractive? And you, you your mama could say, baby, you attractive. Your significant other, baby, you attractive. It doesn't carry the same. You know what I'm saying? So Seth, he gets his affirmation from other women all the time. Groupies still wanting him whether he's married or not. You know? But for Aisha, and I'm a woman first, and I get that. It didn't mean I want to cheat on my husband. She knows the kind of man she has. But as women, we do, the most secure woman, Michelle Obama went through it. We do go through that. And I think having a friendship and having a man that's very secure that you can talk about your insecurities with him and he doesn't have to throw it in your face. And so that's what we have to stop doing as, as, as people in, in relationships. Can I show you and tell you what I'm really thinking? I'm thinking I'm fat. I'm thinking I'm not attracted to nobody else but you. I'm feeling some kind of way about that. If I say that to you, are you going to use my insecurities against me? And it doesn't seem like he did. 
It seemed like he validated, I get you. I get where you're coming from. You should be able to have be each other's friend first. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you because I'm feeling some type of way. But if I talk to you, are you going to throw it in my face? Because every man that, when she said that, every other man bashed her and told you there's things you shouldn't say publicly. There's things that they, they had a, a, a whole list of rules that she was breaking. And her response was, I will speak my truth. I am not apologizing. Curry knew, Steph Curry knew the type of woman he was marrying. He pushed her to go do her cooking. He pushed her to go model. Um, he pushed her to find the best in her. That type of man is rare. And she has a good, a good one. And all the ones that had a problem with that, you insecure motherfuckers, you allow that woman to voice and speak her opinion, and you support her and guide her through it. You don't tell her to Oof. shut the fuck up, and that's inside, that's coming that's from that's the inside soul, conversation. Boy. Yeah, that's coming from the that soul. That is wrong. <laughs> I felt that deep down in you. Ooh, shut the fuck up. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I, 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 are you done? I, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that she's done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. You're done? Okay. Can yeah. I, can I, can I rebuttal that? Yeah. Okay. First, let yeah. me tell you where Aisha went wrong. Because the way you came out, the way she came out and said that, it didn't look like he was insecure, but it looked like he was jealous. Just that, that's just me. You know what I'm saying? My, because the way it came out, and this is basically the tone she said it in. It's tens of millions of girls jumping all out in front of him and doing this and that, and I have zero man attention. Why nobody wants to get in my DM? Freeze. First of all, baby girl, you're the wife of the probably the best point guard in the NBA, arguably. He's a nice guy. People like him. People respect him. So you shouldn't expect your DM to go off because they respect him. So in turn, they're going to respect you. So you shouldn't expect anybody to want to get in your DM, seeing that you have a dude that's on TV every other day. That's first. Second, the jealousy that, that that came all in oozing out where y'all was calling the insecurity, y'all need to learn the difference between the two. Because if it was really an insecurity, sure. where was the tears? What's the difference between insecurity and jealousy? Into talking about stuff that, that they really insecure about, it triggers that emotion in y'all. And y'all kind of get emotional about it. I don't remember her getting emotional, and I didn't watch that interview three times. Just so I didn't think, you know what I'm saying, when I heard the snippet that I was tripping. Mm-hmm. Because that's jealousy. If anytime she, you can she, sit there and say, just let me finish. Anytime you can say he's got millions of people in his DM and nobody's in mine. Baby, you comparing. Wait. Say, 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 wait, pause on that right there. That shows that there's more men that respect themselves than women. That right there, that many men, as far as, as as far as women go, women know that he's married. Women know that he has three kids. Women know his wife, hmm. and they still come at hmm. him. And then you got the hmm. men; they know that they know her. They know, and they don't do it. That's having more respect for themselves and the situation. Now, I'm questioning why is it that there's more men respecting the sanctity of marriage. And there's more no. women that really don't. No, no, no. No, the men respect, respect 
self. No, I'm the mere respect self, I, not the sanctity yeah. of marriage. Because no, it's, no right. it's not even self. It's not even self. We're These talking about as egos, it pertains baby. to Aisha. I know, I, and I'm going to tell you why they're not me. doing it. My, my so I'm going to tell you why they're he, not doing it. I don't know. Listen, but my the father. The reason he wasn't why they're not guy. doing it is faithful. men have egos. When a man has an ego, he's only going to stay within what his ego will allow him to shoot at. Steph Curry mm. just signed a fucking hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Who finna shoot at mm. her? Uh, right, Who I was getting to that, brother. Uh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> and plus, you find man, more like, men ad- admiring Steph. All right. Exactly. She don't understand. Nobody shooting mm. at you, boo, really, because you really ain't you ain't the money maker. He's the money maker. Right. There was wow, no was we didn't even know right who there. You, we didn't even know who you were before you had right. that little girl. But you know what? That was a powerful statement that men shoot within their ego and they look at whoever your significant other is and they feel like they that they can match or be above who you're already with, they will shoot their shot whether you're married or not. (laughs) Okay. Who got $150 to take her out with? That's all I want to know because that's what you got to match up to. You got to match up to the $150. So money is powerful. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's not a cats don't want to get at you, boo. Cats just know they can't get at you. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they yeah, don't compare. I, I get that. We're talking about hundredaires versus a nigga that's almost a billionaire. Let's do math. You know what I mean? Right. Last right. time you went on a trip, but baby, you, see, you went to a castle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At the same time, time, you, you still want to know. You went to a castle. At the end of the day, you still want to <laughs> know you still got it. And that affirmation, you know, outside know of your family. Sometimes you don't. Know, I'm telling you. Sometimes you don't because the most confident women they don't. You want me to tell you? You want me to tell you why I know she? Why? Why? Why I know this? Because this is the same woman that still dresses up and shows up to every game cute. She's still going everywhere. She's still doing everything. At the point where a woman gets some insecurities, things start changing. She's still rocking the same way she was rocking when she met him. Ain't ain't nothing wrong with her. She just want to see her DM pop. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what? Pop. Just because you have that outer look in the bed on, and all you're hearing is ding, 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 ding. All I'm it's saying is it's communication. It's listen, listen. Just because you have the outer appearance, like you have it together, a lot of people put on that fake front, that mask to go out there. Well, but for, for her to go to the red table, a takes a lot of strength. It's hard to live your truth and speak your truth to the public. It's very hard. So that told me that told me she was not insecure. So that and I was and I'm rooting for her. And the fact that she married a man that that accepts her truth. I got you through this this rough patch you're going through. If you feel like you got a voice about it and you want to speak on it, because you know what, she's right. When her no apology, I'm not apologizing for what I said because there's so many other women that understand what I'm saying. And I am one. I could raise my hand, girl. Yes. Go ahead, speak it, because I relate to that. And I'm, and, and it's so sad. So many men could not, you know. I get it. Even though oh, I, I could look at myself, ooh, I gain weight, whatever, whatever. And then that man was like, you see, you look great, but I'm still feeling some type of way. You know what I'm saying? I could get on, put my makeup on, put my heels on, rock it, go out there and kill it. But 
I still may be going to. She had postpartum depression. That's a re- that's real. Oh, I know. So but that baby for her is too to voice old for it, still being postpartum depression. Don't say it's too old. Some women are going through it. It's two years after they gave birth to their child. So I yeah, can't. I right. was the baby. Got kind of experience. You got to remember, she's filthy rich. She don't have them kind of problems. Look, that's do you not know a lot of people, a lot of people, there's a lot of people that have a lot of money, they are going through a lot of depression issues. We cannot, I'm not going to sit here and talk about, you know, because you don't have the same problems I got, your problems don't mean shit. That's not right. I'm not saying that either. We can't do that. What I'm saying is, what kind kind of depression is she really, really going through with a $150 million bank account? I don't know. But she talked about it. Like, I don't know like, about like, that, brother. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm going to tell you. The question you're going about is that you can't get no side nigga. But it's not just a side nigga. It's that you missed the point. You get the, the Okay, well, let me ask you this. You. When you married, who are you supposed to be looking at? When you married, who are you supposed to be focused on? Listen, I get that. And I had made a point. It's like this. Do you have any kids? Of course I do. I have one. He's 18. Okay. My beautiful baby. Okay. He's 18. Okay. So say this. So say this. So the whole, <laughs> your whole time raising um, your child, right? And everybody's told, Junior, oh, honey, you're so handsome. Yeah. Okay. You so handsome. You, you, you so smart. You so this. You, and everybody in the family, they all say this, right? And then he go pick up a mm-hmm. football or a drawing or whatever. Oh, you the best. You the best. But then... He's not getting those accolades from no one else but my daddy and my mama and my grandmama and my cousins. They all say I'm good, but when I step out there, I don't get nobody looking at me. There becomes a disconnect because you want to get affirmations from coaches that say, hey, well, he is X, Y, and Z. B, say X, Y, and Z, whatever, that's it. And sometimes you get in a relationship where – Couples, we do lie. Like, baby, do I look fat in this? And you know if I tell her the truth, she going to say this or whatever. Baby, you look oh, well, fine. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Or the yes, sex yes, change. Yes, the sex may change. change. Hold on. The sex <laughs> may change. You know, he going to do the, the three pumps on top. He going to flip me over, hit it from the back. He going to do this, and we going to go to sleep. And that's a boring sex. Are you not attracted to me anymore? You know, I'm just, why is it the sex change? And why is this? Now you got questions. Oh, she ain't sucking my dick like she used to. Oh, she not doing this. Oh, she always tired. Is my dick not good no more? I mean, you you go through your questions. That's when niggas move around. Where your woman at, man? Where your where your woman at? She still close. She's smart. She got out the house. Huh? If she was well, she's about get 10 feet out away from <laughs> 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 That should not be your fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when the moves start getting made. Huh. Yeah, man, I know. No more going here. You're right. What's the shelf life on your relationship before it gets boring, bro? <laughs> 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 it depends. When, when does it turn? Huh? That Come on, bro. Really wait, on the how long he say he been in this relationship? <laughs> <laughs> a month and a half. 
That's why his ass ain't five months. A month, a month and a half. It got about two more months on it. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, call us back in a couple of months, man. Let, let us know how things are. She's still going to be here, bro. I ain't even tripping. I know oh. she is. I know. Oh. I know she's going to be there. She ain't going nowhere. Jack Claire, <laughs> don't feed into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You better than that. <laughs> you, you better I can't than I can't interrupt it. I can't look, interject. unless somebody finna come down here, unless somebody finna come down here and just try to hate me out the game, I don't see her going nowhere, bro. <laughs> she ain't going nowhere, man. You know, she's going to have yeah. the investment of time. She's going to say, oh, you know what? I can either keep these problems that I'm familiar with or go find some new ones that see, may be worse. About I either, think I'll look, either I can keep unpacking this bag or I got to pack that shit up and, and put right. something else in the bag and then try to go unpack it with somebody. No, bro, ain't nobody want right. to do all that. It's only been oh, a no. month and a half, though. That ain't a long time. That's, you <laughs> can wipe your, hey, you wipe your ass with hey, that. Did you hear me? Say, cuz, did you hear me? She ain't. Yeah, no I got you. Nowhere. Uh, nowhere. Uh, I know she ain't. Uh, I know. A month and a half, huh? Let me, let me check my calendar. We're going we to revisit oh, this conversation. Oh, you on a hate expedition? Oh no, no, brother! I'm all for black love, 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 love. Right on. The more the married. Mark, at least you know, man. At least you know. Listen, I'm gonna cheat on you when it gets old. So you know, just might as well settle down. Get somewhere and sit down in that corner. When a person shows you who they are, you better believe them. That's all I gotta say. Right. He done already put it out there and told us up front. I'm going to ask this young lady to be smart. That's all I'm saying. Get in there to make some make some box No amount of sex game, money, stability, whatever could change <laughs> nobody, especially if they don't want to get changed. Ah, but look, but see, hold on. You're right. But, <laughs> but when somebody's treating you exactly the way you want to be treated and you're being treated like a queen, how can you, how can you deny that? Uh, uh, yeah. But are you being treated like a queen if 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 you if you if you if you, if you slang it? Hey, bro, that don't have nothing to do with how I treat her. <laughs> yes, it does. Where, where no, where? it doesn't. Because you're supposed to act accordingly, whether you in her presence or not. Okay. If I'm cheating, I'm cheating. Yeah, you ain't. Ain't Are we gonna entertain this me, foolishness? Me, hey, man, look. A man this, this, woman this, has this, nothing to do with the way he handles that woman or he treats that woman been, or how he cares ooh. for that woman. It doesn't decrease yeah. the love he has for that woman or anything. That's just him yeah. doing some dumb shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so, so and she, and she should be able to see that. She turned back around home. and did the same thing and had that same mentality. And says, you know what? I treat him like you a can't king. Do that. I'm there for him, and if she <laughs> that. there's that love. And then what Why? I need for my women uh, to, no. to to do you can't is do that. that. Uh, so often we tend to love that man more than we love ourselves. We put uh-huh. him more on a higher pedestal than we do ourselves, and and then they hold shouldn't. us more. We should. They shouldn't. We shouldn't do that. We should a love ourselves they more should. than we love him. Period. Because the moment if we if they if we treated right. them the way they treated us, they will be gone in a heartbeat. I'm gonna call and that is wrong. Uh, absolutely. So that's wrong. A- my absolutely. Thing is this. My thing is this. Why? That is wrong. So at the point is, 
that toxic masculinity, you know, where I feel <laughs> as couples, as individuals, we should be able to show our insecurity to our significant other. We should be able to talk and cry, this is how I feel. Or, you know, I feel like, you know, our sex is getting so predictable. I don't even know if you, you know, I don't, you know, I'm missing something. You should be able to have that conversation with your significant other. You should be able to say, and, and Aisha's care, you know, her being on the platform she is, hey, you know, I had a third child, I gained some weight, you know, I'm feeling a certain kind of way. And maybe her, you know, there's nothing wrong with admitting that. How many followers she got? And cheating shouldn't even be on the table. You supposed to be able right. to work that out. Communication. Let, let's you work it out. We talked about it. How many you followers she had? So let's work it out. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. Y'all, look. I mean, I, 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 just, I, just that throw, I just want to throw some stats out there. How many, how many, how many followers does Aisha Curry have? A bunch. Uh, you think we don't know, but we only got four more minutes. Go ahead I'm and slide saying. in her DMs. For what? I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't I, don't know. I don't know. But the thing is, at the end of the day, yeah, you know, we I all got baggage. Chunky, so I'm good yeah, on at that. the end of the day, we all have baggage. And then to me, me, Miss Sandy, there's nothing wrong with talking about your insecurities. And I think as as men, I think we do put a, a level of unfair expectation on them. I, I don't like, you know, unnecessary bitching and shit from anybody, man, woman, whoever, kids, you bitching for no reason. What are we going to do to fix it? Um, but we should get to a point where, we, I'm able to talk to you about everything I'm, I'm feeling. I'm, the sex is getting boring. It's getting this. I feel fat. I'll get my sexy or whatever that looks like. You should be able to communicate that without um, receiving, not for fear you're going to get backlash or have it thrown in your face. Um, there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that threw, especially men, threw um, shit in Aisha's face for coming out with that. And a lot of men did that. But I'm glad her husband, he seems to really support her. And the, op- the option of let's communicate and let's make this better, you know, that that is more, that's a better option, I think, that's two tough. adults should be able to come up with. Not, you know, to you do that, I'm about to go cheat. No, that's that dumb shit. I'm tired of, that's dumb. Let's communicate, let's talk more. You know, and I'm, you know, you know and Threesomes, some motherfuckers, they open up the threesomes. I got friends that have done that. There are people that marry that do that. That's Those not great. my cup of tea. Have you done it? Uh, have you done a threesome? Have you done a threesome? Cool. No. No. I have, no, done I have not done a threesome. Nick, have you done a threesome? Nick, Hell done a threesome? no. Hell really? no. Really? No. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. This, you know what? Three, you know what? We might talk about threesomes going to be probably our next topic or next Monday. Tune in, say radio. Man, let, let me know. I'm going to call you for that. Yes. Call you know. for that. Say radio. <laughs> yeah. I. Tell me your mind just said, yeah. play the song over plan, yeah. speaking on the world, speaking on the topic, y'all better not be flocking, no. should know how we rocking, if you got any statements, then you better leave a comment, just say it, 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 
Just say it, just say it, just say it, radio. Just say it, just say it, just say it, radio.